This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes! Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show with a little uh, Sklomity Sneaky. What's it called? Radar yeah, Love. Yeah, Radar, Radar Love. love. By, exactly. by the Sklomity Sneakies. Yes. Yes. Uh, that voice here. I'm Joe Braswell. It's good to be back. Uh, episode six of the Blacklist. You guys have seen me here for all six episodes. You know who I am. Who is, you also know who Julia Carey is. Good to see you, Julia. Hi, guys. We know each other. But. And, and you may remember a young man mm. named Joe like Sam behind it. Mm. Who decided to grace us with his presence? I am so happy to be here. Triumphant return. I'm so so happy to be here. I'm sorry, you guys. It just it was it was work stuff that kept happening. It was it was it was yobs. All right, tell it to the people. The people people want to know. I I cannot imagine they really care, but I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) People are upset. Oh, they care, man. Do they? They care. Well, I'm happy to be here. This is very exciting. Fire his ass. Some people fire like, him. Yeah, people are mad. Oh, fire me. Like, does he even care? I do care. And then, are there any other questions? Others are like, I love you, Flippo. I, I don't care you what for you your do. Love. I and I care what I do. I thank you for your love. And those of you who want me fired, that is just mean spirited. Right. Yeah, but angry. most of them say that Flip I, can I do no wrong. <laughs> 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 it is a little mean spirited. I take it back. You know, I, don't, I don't want you. How many um, times did you tweet that? Exactly. <laughs> we oh, missed you. Uh, it's, it's, I missed my handle, not Joe Braswell. My YouTube handle. <laughs> Fire him. Uh, welcome to Blacklist After His After Show. We have a almost full panel. Um, I, I think we'll return with a full panel after the break. Um, that fourth seat will be occupied by someone who we who I think we love and, 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 and know, but we're still working on that. But for now, you got three of us. Me! That's pretty good. Not too shabby. Also, like a 33 and 30% increase, as exactly. far as I can tell. Exactly. Also, what's pretty good was for me was this episode. Um Episode number six, Sir Crispin Crandall. Crandall. Which Mm -hmm. is such a, that, I mean, is there a more made up name than Crispin Crandall? I feel like everything about his character was just over the top and amazing. I loved it. It's the perfect name. Sir Crispin Crandall. And that he's been knighted. Yes. On top of it all. He's Sir Crispin Crandall. Yeah. Uh, Somebody had to say it with a sword in their hand. Yes. Sir Crispin Crandall. (laughs) Crandall. 
Not Campbell. No, Crandall. 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 You have to hold the R yes. to make sure. Is he Scottish? Oh. Uh, so he's, uh, <laughs> he might be, but I don't know. He's, he's, he's number 86 in the blacklist, which, I, you know, we, we're, I don't know what... I'm, I'm lost in the blacklist. I'm no, it's like, Did we figure out a methodology at any point? No. no I mean, even <laughs> Entertainment Weekly was talking about this. Is like, remember that thing, the blacklist? This is the third week in a row where Red gets someone off of his blacklist that he didn't realize was on the blacklist. Well, we talked a little bit <laughs> about it uh, a week ago or so where I feel like there's two separate blacklists that are going. It's Red's agenda blacklist and then the FBI or Red's right. for the FBI blacklist sure. because he referred to Andres Helmy as who they've been searching for for this entire episode. Yeah. To the FBI as the next name on the blacklist. Right, exactly. So, so you're saying there could be a primary, uh, a secondary, and a tertiary blacklist. Yes, quite we, 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 we could have seven, eight. We could have twelve blacklists depending well, on how long. What well, we've determined <laughs> is that the blacklist is fluid. It's fluid. Yes. Yes. I love that. It's a very fluid situation. Yes. That's, what, that's, what, that's what Julie and I came up with. Is that the blacklist is fluid? I love uh, that. That's brilliant. So we get we, we have a lot going on here, man. I mean, look, look. I don't know. Um, there was just it felt like, and I, I said the same thing, and I, I read the same thing. Too, it felt like this was just a bunch of like ideas in the leftover on the board or in the bin from all the writers that they just sort of said, you know what? What about that? Uh, so we move billionaire over here, plane that never lands. That's a good one. Let's put that right thing, there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bond villain in, in the sky, sure. And then Tommy, you were talking about cry- cryogenics when they freeze. The- yeah, let's put that. that up there too. We'll make this all in the one show. This is good. Um, but it was great. And I, and, I, and I said that to myself, and the exact same thing. I give him credit. Jody Walker and Tim Weekly said the exact same thing. Like, literally verbatim. So I feel I feel vindicated in, in, my, in, my, in my theory. But, listen. Uh, oh, sorry. I have to lower my chair slightly. Does <laughs> <laughs> that work? Better. No. That, that was that was a classy, smooth way to do that. That was really, a, there, there's, right. there's probably an easier way to do that. But there you go. Okay. Perfect. Oh, there you go. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, so uh, if you're joining us on YouTube, uh, hello, you can see us all. Thank you very much for listening on iTunes. We very much appreciate you guys on iTunes. You guys have really responded on iTunes. I appreciate you guys going to iTunes and rating us and letting us know what you think about the show. It really helps us on the iTunes side because it helps other people find us, um, and it helps us sort of you know, get get our mojo back, if you will. Uh, those of you watching us on YouTube, hello. You've been also very loyal, and thank you very much for for commenting and and, and watching us every week and being patient with us as we sort of write this ship. But we're kind of I think we got the right time. We got two the, the right people and Joe Flippo, and we're doing good. <laughs> it's a mean spirited little man, no, no. and he's huge too. He's like six five, but he's a mean spirited little man. Uh, Joe, tell me, just because you've been gone, I, I, like what, what has been your experience with the first six episodes of the Blacklist? Uh, I, I, assuming you watched them, I'm, I'm assuming you probably watched a couple of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's been a little bit of a, a mixed bag for me because I love I love what they're doing with Spader. I love very much that they've kind of made him much more. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? He's, he's much more in the action. I love that he's on the run. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that whole that whole dynamic. It's sure. terrific. Um, 
I, you know, and, and I, I really like what they're doing with Tom. I think the, the, I think it, it, to me, Tom's like a great example of an audience beloved character that yeah. the, that the, that the, the writers have evolved as time goes by in response to the audience. Like, yeah. he's a character that couldn't have existed 15, 20 years ago when you wouldn't have had this kind of interaction between the audience and, and the writer's room. I mean, clearly, clearly the people love Tom, so it's like, how can we do some cool stuff with Tom? And, um, you know, it's a long way to go from the sensible sweater and the glasses to the wife beater and the, you know, in the caged, uh, caged death know, match. Cage I love it. Match. Yeah. So yeah, it, that, that's a, I would never thought that that's the same guy. And, uh, I, I love it. And I like the psycho- uh, psychological stuff they're doing with him. Like he killed that, that dude. And I'm sure we'll get to it later on. But I mean, these, these, these last couple of pe- people who had to kill it, it really impacts him. These sure. are not just, these are not casual for him anymore. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like what they're, what they're doing with, with the task force. I like what they're doing with the director. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Obviously, spaders, spaders, and shit out of things, and I love that. Good, and uh, and that's, uh, that's so you're liking it. I'm I'm liking it. Yeah, uh, Julie and I are liking it too. We we, we talk about the tone this year uh, being very much. Um, they, they got away from the just the, the nonstop action and, and it being to more of sort of a, a sort of a mystery, sort of the, the mystery style uh, procedural, and then now they're kind of doing this mixed with the fugitive on the run stuff. Uh, I, I like the balance of writing. I think that the writing is really good this this season. I mean, not that it hasn't been good before, but got a, a lot less of the uh, grandiose, you know, plot plots and just sort of really honed in on sort of procedural mystery like uh, in the moment stuff and it gives the characters an opportunity to really shine and as we talked about before we get to see inside Red's world this this episode was another um, opportunity for us to see the other side of, of how Red operates you know like how does he do these things how does he pull off this all this crap how does he you know you know use his influence it's very fun to see that side of Red's world it, it really I agree with what you said and I like I like really uh, the idea that you know you come to somebody's house on Thanksgiving or Christmas and you walk around and everything's done just right and everything's perfect and you go you're living the life this is great but if you right. see him when thing you know if you see him that that following tuesday when it's all falling to crap and they're going nuts right. you wouldn't want that life exactly. and i think it's kind of like that that's what i like about what, what they're doing with red right now like we've seen the right. really great red where he's just having you know he's, he's, he's sipping the wine and he's he's on a private jet and he's the whole thing but now we see the other side of that the flip side and that, yeah. i really like that welcome to my world well we've seen him also lose control we've seen him panicked um, and we've also seen a more sort of like impassioned side of Red in these grandiose speeches that yeah. he's been giving. Yeah. These very impassioned, kind of rather than just these whimsical stories that he tells yeah. of this one time when I was so and so. This is a little bit about his character and the way that he thinks and views the world. Right. Um, in his impassioned speech to the Jin's father. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah a couple, weeks couple, ago. That was couple great. episodes ago, yeah. where he got really quite heated about it. Yeah. And tonight or last night as well, when he's talking to Sir Crispin yeah. um, about what his ultimate plan is and why it's going to fail and why he has no business. Uh, doing anything of it's this a good sort. way to give it's a good way to give red this master criminal some complexity and some morality because you know, it's like because we know this guy what makes this guy tick in general okay he cares about Lizzie in some way so therefore he's motivated by he's got a soft heart for Lizzie but he's still a cold-blooded killer and manipulative guy but now we're getting to see a little bit more of like sort of his ideological views you know even he'll still he's still a cold-blooded killer and will manipulate but um the, he we get to see his big picture ideology you know and a lot of this stuff and uh, but then in both cases, in, in, in the, the djinn and in this case, after he'd won that soapbox about the djinn, um, he left her there, you know, on the helicopter yeah. to get done. And after he went in a soapbox with uh, old, old Crispin, what's his name, uh, Crispin Crandall, mm-hmm. uh, he said, well, let's find out. Bam, shoots him dead. Yeah. Which has been doing a lot of that lately. A lot of, like, just point blank, you're dead, which is, uh, I think, is very cool. 
Um, but it also gives a little insight into why Lizzie is still with him and still following him and becoming more and more like him every episode. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I wanted to get into the episode itself. I want to talk a lot about you know the the, the appearance of the director um, and his presence. And I think you know Strathairn, man, he's also classing up the joint. Love him. He's really classing up the joint, right? Like he, you know, his presence. I mean, no offense to Cooper, but you know, the whole dichotomy, like the whole, you know, having Strathairn look, lurking around and like you know saying all this stuff, and you know, I'm 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 not your relative, and we're not house guests. You know, just, just, yeah. I don't need the pleasantries. Um, I love all that. And then, just again, skipping ahead, but towards the end, that, you know, first of all, we had a couple of monologues from uh, the director himself. So he's given some red-esque monologues in this, a couple of, like, sort of preachy things, especially when he was uh, interrogating the guy mm-hmm. and saying, you know, you know, I almost was a priest or whatever. And Can uh, you imagine? Yeah, like, that was very, that was very Red Reddington. Except well, the, he's a master criminal as well, the yes, director. Yes, It's like, it, so you're very much seeing, like, his, you know, Red's opposite. And when they faced off at the end over the phone, that, I thought that was very, it was very apparent to me, like, oh, they're really, like, Red's sort of, like, this is this is this is Red's real nemesis here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this maybe maybe the director is the super blacklister I've been I've been looking for for two seasons. Well, one of the things they do with the character I think is so so it's so well well crafted because it's not uh, it's not a, a Bond villain. He's not a no. he, he's very subtle and he's very understated and he's vulnerable and you see you see you sense the vulnerability in him. You you sense very clearly. Well, they they've really laid it out very clearly right. that 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 this is a guy whose position is precarious right. no matter what. And so, but the way he the way he he tactically goes about moving through things, and I don't know how much of it is actor choices. I don't know how much of it is writing choices or what the combination is. But it, it leads to such a more nuanced character than uh, than some of the other ones we've seen in that, uh, you know, like they, like uh, you know, like uh, like uh, Cooper for, for example, not as nuanced, you know. And they've given him all the nuance. It's it's in the structure, but it just doesn't seem to be translating in the writing. But because it's it just seems the the, the character they, that they've crafted for him is so much more strong, more, more like like a unbending, unyielding. But the director has so much more uh, has so much more uh, flexibility, and so it creates a much more interesting character, I think, to watch. Sure. They seem to. I feel like the writers are much stronger in writing their "quote unquote" bad guys. Yeah, and their master criminals, yeah. and they are their good guys, their heroes. Yeah, I agree. the heroes I, they have much they have clear more rules. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so it's more get, fun, I suppose. Yeah, right. You have you have a flexibility. Stakes of, are a little uh, higher, and a moral flexibility that you can kind of go. Eh, Indeed. Well, all right, we can do that. That'll be fun. Uh, let, let's get into this because I think this is. Um, this was a, there's a lot going on. I mean, we have our procedural element, which is a blacklister, which is obviously Sir Crispin Crandall, who's a guy who's flying around, and we find like you know the, this this arc at the, building this uh, arc of of cryogenically frozen geniuses uh, to be able to create a, up in the sky, up in the sky <laughs> to create this this complete utopian society to to uh, to save mankind long after he's gone. Super Bond villain move right there. Do, do First, I'm going to fly in this plane. Beyond Bond villain. Then I'm going to freeze all the geniuses. <laughs> do you is there? Do you think there's a? Do you think there's an actual uh, culture? Is there? A, is there somebody doing? Not necessarily the cryogenic freezing in the arc, but I mean, is there somebody that just flies? Oh yeah. Well, well there's I mean, an international space station. No, but I mean, is there no, like well, there, a there, guy there, who's there's like a thing. that? That's the thing because if you remember from the. Uh, I think it's a thing. If you remember from the uh, Bob Zemeckis, Jodie Foster movie Contact, the billionaire who funded her her second uh, outing after the first one got sabotaged by the religious zealot played by Jake, Jake Busey, 
the guy who was in, he, it was this billionaire who decided he did the same thing. He didn't want to touch the ground. He was like a uh, Stephen Hawkins type. He never wanted to touch the ground. He flew the whole time. He only stopped to refuel. They totally bit that from contact. Mm. And I think contact got that from a guy who actually does that. So that's the thing. Like, I don't want to touch the ground. I just, I like, I live up here. I'm rich enough to just fly in my 747. That, that, so that happened. And ultimately in contact, he ended up being in a space station. And, and hovering at a space station around because you didn't want to touch the ground. How do you remember that? I do. I remember was the that plane. The plane that he's in. Well, seven thirty-seven, I mean, right? It's not that big. I mean, it's big, but it's not huge. It you see him walking around in there, and it, it takes enough. No, it was like a because uh, the military graph. I forget what it was. It was an A something something, but it can't. Seven thirty-seven is like a it's like a it's like a Southwest flight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I didn't think it was a very big plane. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll I'll find it, but. Uh, so anyway, so we have we have the blacklister doing his thing, and then we have the the goings on at the the post office with you know the director walking around and the wrestler and Navabi trying to figure out what's going on with the director, and then it's kind of working with Red. That's kind of an interesting subplot. I mean, uh, Navabi and wrestler and Aram, I should say, mm-hmm. you know, working together trying to figure out what's going on there. Then you have, of course, Red and Lizzie on the run doing whatever they're doing and their thing. You know, so that those are the three main plots, and then the subplots beyond that. Whatever's going on with the director and Mr. Solomon, whatever kind of like back mm-hmm. and forth has happened in there, we don't know about. The larger game about what is what the red versus the director, what's happening, you know, what, what is this, what is, what is the, the larger end game here? And so, um, just, so let's start with the, with the blacklister himself, uh, and his plan. Now, the whole plan, it seems like not only, it seems like these blacklisters now are just devices for us to get to the thing that red needs to take down Fulcrum, right? Um, let me sorry, take down the, the cabal at this point, right? Every blacklister he gets to is just another puzzle piece. And it takes down someone in the cabal every time. Right. And so I think, therefore, it seems to me the writers are just, they the blacklisters are almost like these MacGuffins. They're like, you know, they're not really the thing we're after. It's all it's the, it's the, the thing that they're adjacent to. So it allows them to make the blacklisters themselves pretty, like, outlandishly ridiculous. We have the djinn who can grant your every wish. You loved the djinn. The djinn. You can grant every your your, your deepest desire. We have the 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 crazy billionaire flying, you know, uh, super flying guy. We had uh, the, the the super evil farm the terrorist chemo, yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, well, how did where, did anybody ever answer how the girl living at home with dad had the seven hundred thousand dollars to offer up? To yeah, kill? It, was, it, was a, it was a crowdfunded site. It's, it's a, oh, so she she didn't have to have no, the seven hundred no. grand. No, she 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 it was like she, a Kickstarter. She put, yeah, a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm very excited about killing this person. All right, that's, that's exactly okay. pretty much that's how they did, they, that's they how they explained it. Corn and it, it got up. And so what, what's the deal? You get a T-shirt if she dies. Is everybody like? Is that your your uh, crowdfunding yeah, there's prize? There's levels. And of course, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's t-shirt, and if you get all that time, it's ear. Yeah, or, exactly. Got it. Okay. Right. Anyway, so but my point is, is that like I, I do like that they're having fun with these blacklisters yeah. because I don't, I don't because it's really not about the blacklister, right? It's not about the, the guy, so they can have all this fun with whoever the guy is or whatever the guy is doing. In this case, they had a lot of fun with him. Um, as ridiculous as it was, I, I, I liked it. I liked him. I like I like the you know. Um, Mr. Chris or Crispin Campbell, played by Harris Eulen, um, as a you know as a crazy billionaire. I mean, what did you think of him? What did you think of that performance? What did you think of him? Oh, I thought he was funny. I mean, I could watch him on screen all day. Like sure. his character was, 
you know, so well developed and jovial and so yeah. believed in what he was doing and just wackadoo that I found it quite compelling and entertaining. And it didn't bother you at all, Joe, or either of you guys that was that it was so over the top. It didn't bother you that it was set. No, I love the idea. I really, really do of 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 getting to the place where money doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Because you can you imagine what a complete mind f that would be mm-hmm. if you get to that place? Because there's nobody in your life that's ever going to argue with you. Yeah. There's nobody in your life that's ever going to tell you you're wrong. There's nobody in your life that's ever going to sit down with you and go. I'm sorry, Sir Crispin Crandall, your name is crazy and your idea is terrible. Right. You know, that's never going to happen because everybody wants something from you. So I, can you imagine I mean, what that would do to you over a period of time? I think it's a flipping miracle that any of these billionaires are sane. Yeah. I really, really do. Because, I mean, if, if you think about, I mean, if you think about if you have people that work for you, even just if you're small time and you have people that work for you, nobody ever tells you you suck. It just right. never happens. Right. So imagine that exponentially expanded to a, to to everybody that you ever come in contact with because everybody wants to do business with you. When the hell do you ever get questioned? I, I really love I'll the idea. I'll tell you when you get questioned. When you read up with Red Reddington. Yeah, Red will question you. He's, well, he's, the, and the FBI left you alone. You're, you're refueling. Your people are disobeying. Yeah. I, I just love that idea. That you know, I love that you can create a character where there is no, there's no, uh, there's no social mores anymore because he's ri- he's risen, risen above them. I agree. There's not really much to say here other than he was there. He was flying in his plane. He was freezing some geniuses. Uh, you know, you know how we do. Red, 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 red made him land. They got there. They got the thumbs. They got out. I don't know. There's not much really to say about That's the blacklister. I think that we're going to find more and more of this. There's going to be less and less to say about the actual blacklister. I'm more interested in what's going on behind the scenes. That's always what I've been most interested in. So let's, so let's talk about what's going on uh, at the post office and with the director and wrestler and this whole, you know, what do we think about, you know, I, we, we, we talked about last week and we were talking mm-hmm. about, like, I, we're not quite sure where Navabi is on this whole thing. She's kind of leaning it's pretty towards... pretty clear now. Yeah. Now she's like with Wrestler, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, like, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a real clear line. It's Wrestler, Aram, and Aram's in there too. Mm-hmm. It's Wrestler, Aram, and... Uh, Navabi. And Navabi really trying to... You know, able to work with Red and also try to uh, and, and give select information to the director. Um... That's a cool setup, right? Even- it's a great setup. And I, I really adore Wrestler's sort of like all-American... We have... We have, you know... <laughs> Systems in place yeah. in case we catch oh, him. I was like, oh. really, wrestler? No, really? The, the director's not going to kill Lizzie. No, 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 no. I mean, this is United States I of America. Mean, we got safe The president's going to look pretty bad if that happens. <laughs> so he's going to he's going to be cool, guys. Lizzie's going to be fine. And just in case we, you know, we got we got some protocol. Yeah, we it's got gonna protocol. Be fine. There's protocol, guys. I told him he has to that. call me if he's going to shoot Lizzie, and right. he said he would. He and said so, so, imagine the paperwork he'd have to fill out if he shot. Lizzie. I mean, there'd be like pages <laughs> of it. He's not going to go off book, right? Uh, that that was that was very sort of earnest voice guy. I know. Even Bobby was kind of like, come on. Uh, it was kind of here. adorable. Um, but when we see like actually the whole notion of uh, them leaving, and then uh, the director's like, what are they really? Let's 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 see what they're really like. What are they hold, what are they hiding mm-hmm. from me? You know, um, which is interesting. I don't. The thing that's bothering me about this whole thing, which I'm just gonna let go. I'll say it one last time. Okay. And we said it a thousand times in all of these shows. And this is a Joe <laughs> Sample moment. Wonder what is, you know. The, the, the entire, the entire, you have the 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 command of the entire the, the largest law enforcement agency of the United States of America on your side, and the first person through every door is re, is wrestler Navabi. No Always. matter what, in her cute tank top. 
It's hot in that tank top. She She's always wearing a hot tank top. And hot a tank top and a vest. Yep. All I could think to always. myself was, is it when I go to a place, I like to know where I'm going. Like, if right. I'm going to go to a sushi place, if I'm planning on eating sushi. If I'm yeah. going to fondue, I just don't go because I can't eat. I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, but if if I'm going to a chirogenics lab, I'm probably going to put on a shirt. I'm no. just saying. You look you look less hot. I, I, I would, but I would I would be warm. I mean, that was I my first say, thought. I'm like, she's got to be cold. Right. There was a moment, speaking of Navabi's tank top, yeah. where they were in the war room with the director and they yeah. were going through all the plot points of what's going on in the whole arc and she walked up to give a little speech in her leather jacket and tank top and there was a look that the director gave her I don't know if you guys caught oh. it it was hysterical like. he looks at her looks down at her in her outfit and you know her oh. situation her situation you, yes what, thank what, you what are these <laughs> what are these you know how to deal with them we're talking about it yes <laughs> I don't know what that is <laughs> she never made jokes before a show started. Never. So never got um, then we so you know what? And then she was wearing the tank top after that. I was like, oh, you know, it's a choice. God, yes. It's what and the director's does. in it's on it. Does. I don't know. I just loved that moment because I that love is. Strathern so He's much. He's great. He gives good he, face. He does. He gives great <laughs> face. Uh, the um, So, yeah. So, the, uh, the, 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 I like the, you know, that they seem to know what's going on. And what's going on? I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm fine. Okay, but whatever. They're the first people through every door. Yes. Every time. No matter what. And that's fine. At I'm least not, I had a little bit of backup this time. Even Russ was like, you know, wherever the, they're in. Uh, they're in Utah. Let's go. Right. Like, wait. What? Should we make some calls to Utah? No, no. That's dumb. Get in the car. Get in the car. We'll be there in three days. They're they're on the corner. Let's go. No one don't even come fly first. Come first to the door. Well, you know what? I, I did like though. I did like the shot where he was standing outside the house after they taken the first the the uh, the, uh, the, yes. the the girl the mathematician. Yes. And he's standing outside there and the real close up on his eye. And then there's a slight movement. Boom. And he goes. I like that. I like that that wrestler T Rex action where he only sees movement. Where he was a super agent. That. Yeah. I gotta say no, that no, no, that no, no. I, I got I, a little I, nervous I, at that moment. I think that I, I just want to say that entire I thought that entire well, scene. I don't know. There was like, the way that the sound changed and the focus on him, and I wasn't sure if they were going for wrestler's going to be a super agent or wrestler's going to get shot. Well, they shoot him. Yes, they can. Right, well, it's only I'll, episode six. Yeah, do whatever right. they want. All right, fine. Here we go. So I, <laughs> I will say, you, you were saying you enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed that scene. You know, they could have killed wrestler right there. I don't could've. know. Well directed, very well directed episode. I, I, I thought the way that sequence, the way that sequence went, I thought it was very well. Hello. <laughs> that sequence was very well directed, like like the, the shot of her under the bed and seeing Scary. the feed, and then you know them pull, pulling her under, and you see just the shot seeing under the bed, seeing the, the struggle. Can uh, I ask a question? Yeah, can I ask? A, this is this is a, this is to, to every writer's room in the world. Whoever, if anyone ever okay. listens, to anything. This is the part where Joe says, is it, uh, "What's just, wrong with you, writers no, in the world? No, Why no. can't you write better? They do such great stuff. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to uh, like to like. Can there be a special super duper task force to find another? thing to get people out from under couches or beds or rocks or whatever they're hiding under other than cell phones going off. Is there anything else that we can do? I don't know. Can we can we find crickets? Can we find It used to be a sneeze. A sneeze? <laughs> sneeze would be good. Something. Because you know what's gonna happen. Oh a cell phone underneath oh, cell phone's gonna go bzz, there it goes. Right. Like, can we do something else? Yeah. Anything else? Yeah when you write your when you write your hit show for That's what we have to do we have to write a hit show for <laughs> and that'll be that'll be that'll be your first greatness. That'll be the pitch too. You guys here's what we're gonna do. First of all what I'm not gonna do NBC <laughs> is I'm not gonna have no cell phone going off. Like I'll when tell you that right now. Hiding, <laughs> never gonna happen. All right, so um, what's so, the show about? No, we don't have one, but that's not gonna happen. Very well directed episode. I mean, very well directed episode. That sequence was great. Like good, good action sequence and wrestler the, the foot chase. All that was good. How about how about the scene? I don't know. Was, did Navabi shoot him in the head like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot, that was a cool scene. That, that was, was also great. like a lot of you know. I'm, I'm, you know, again another headshot in the. Uh, 
you know, blood splattered in my screen at 9 o'clock at night on NBC. Thank you very much. Woo! Anyway. We are a violent um, people. That, it was, but that, that was a great sequence. Um, I really also like... Uh, I like what they're setting up here, you know, with with the, with the director inside there. I, I'm glad we can see more of the director, yeah, doing, the operating and doing his thing. Is is good. I love seeing you know Strather, and, you know, have more to chew on and do. Um, I'm really interested in this in this relationship between Strather and um, the director and Mr. Solomon. Like who's who's pulling whose strings here, Julia? I'm not sure exactly. We keep saying go back and forth. At one point, it looked like Solomon was in control. Yes, and I then can't. The director's like, if you think da 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 da, they're like, who, who's who's in control there? I I think. The director was in control, mm-hmm. and then he effed up, and the cabal got out when he, uh, or, and the fulcrum got out when he assured the cabal that Red did not have it when indeed he did. So Solomon, I think he was sent to sort of put him in his place right. and scare him. Right. Um, so Solomon thought he was in control, but now the director is trying to regain, desperately trying to regain control, which is right. sort of what his character arc has been so far in this episode, in this season. Right. I, I, I it's, it's, it's sort of, but it seems to be a power struggle. Of it some does, sort, right? They're not just two guys like you know a buddy cop movie hanging out like Solomon the director. It's not on NBC. It's like there. It's a power struggle. Well, Solomon's behind the scenes, and the director is very much so in front of the media and in front of the world. Right. So Solomon has a little bit different reach than the director has. But do you think in the in the in the cabal on, on the cabal masthead on the cabal you know big board, it's whoever is at the head of the cabal, and then it's like. Is it the director and Solomon side by side, or is it the director and then Solomon? What do you think? I think it started as director Solomon, but right. Solomon has now climbed up. Mm. I don't know. Mm. What do you think of Solomon, Joe? When, what do you think of Solomon, the character of Solomon? Like he's, he's... I, I don't know. The whole thing is, is fascinating. I mean, it's like you guys were saying earlier about the blacklist. It's totally fluid. I think that, and I think that's what makes it interesting. Because if it's if it's a straight up thing, then you have an hour and a half. You have a you have a Bond movie. Really, if it's a straight up like boom boom boom, you have a Bond movie structure, and that's it. And that lasts you an hour and a half, and it's done. But the way they're doing it now, you can keep you can keep moving around. You can keep messing around. You can milk. I mean, that's the deal, right? You got to milk the most you can out of every relationship to to keep these things going. Twenty two episodes in a season. Yep. So uh, yeah, I, I think what they're doing is great, moving it up and down. I I, I do. Um... Yeah, I, I I like I like I like Mr. Solomon. I love Mr. Solomon. Yeah, I like really... seeing a super crazy villain who enjoys right. what he does, yeah. the despicable things that he does. It yes. feels every, with every, no remorse. Everyone we see is sort of like grounded in some sort of like the character is really grounded, and they're really like very serious and they're very very capable people of doing what they do. The only people that seem to be out of place in the blacklist now are the blacklisters. Every time that's like, I, I really want to see wrestler, and I really want to see you know what Tom and Cooper are up to. I really want to see what you know with Red and Lizzie are up to. And then like the blacklister comes, I'm like, oh, what's, ah, what's this, this guy, what's the blacklister doing here? So <laughs> I mean, I guess we need a blacklister on the blacklist, but it's just really interesting way to set that up. So um, we'll see how that whole thing plays out, that relationship, sure. and, and hopefully we'll get to get is some more insight into how the cabal works mm-hmm. or the structure of the cabal or who's really pulling the cabal strings or what all this stuff means that, you know, it also... Mr. Solomon doesn't seem like someone who is officially in the cabal. Well, yeah, he seems like someone who's been hired by the cabal. He's somebody else, yeah. Right. Matthias, is, he's representing somebody else higher up. Right. So, but, I mean, whoever it is... But David Strather is not... Is he in the cabal? Well, he's the director of the cabal. I don't know if so is it like the a director co- of the cabal? He's the director of the director if refers to his title not in the cabal, but his title of the so, government. So, so here's the question: Is is the cabal? I mean, do we think it's structured like a like a like a corporation? Like there's there's real stockholders, and then they then and then there's people that are administrators. They're not really, uh, you know, you don't really have a 
you don't have a stake in the game, or you do have a, a small portion, but the real stockholders are behind. I mean, I, look, I, I, I didn't, I didn't take a look at the. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, who's on a corporate letterhead? I mean, who's, I don't you know, know who's employee number three? Is there, is there a board of who's directors? Number one at the, at the cabal. But uh, <laughs> how do you fire the CEO? I mean, how does that happen? So okay, so so let's let's jump back. So that so that was happened. So no, the Red and Lizzie thing. Um, you know, Red's whole his whole thing was to get to uh, my man. Uh, uh, Andres Andres Hall- Halmy, Andres Halmy uh, in order to get for for whatever reason that, that we that we that we know now and later. Um, I love the way you know again seeing inside Red's world. I love the whole thing of their prepping this whatever they're prepping with uh, with the with the attorney. What's, it, what's my man's name? The, the attorney. Uh, let, oh, let uh, Gerard Marvin. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, love him. I love that they're prepping this place and they're, they're trying to get the permits <laughs> and it's this and that and the other and we don't know what it is and then. Uh, he's like, does it bribe him? Do whatever you have to do. Red tries to bribe him. It doesn't work. It's oh, like, oh, the, yeah, inspector. the inspector. The inspectors too, man. You know, I know how they work. And you see, oh. it, it, they it are seems difficult. like the whole thing seems a little <laughs> like, why are we doing all this? Why spend time? But at the beginning, it's like it gives you insight into, into Red's world. Like Red's like, I have to do this thing. Throw money at him. That doesn't work. <laughs> find out whatever you need to find out. He's got a daughter who can't cook. All the, all like little nice details. Like I forgot to put the egg wash on. Sorry, I need yeah. a break. Like all that stuff was kind of good. I thought it was good. It was you know, fun. It was fun. Uh, and then you know, bringing her in, and we've got the restaurant, and now we know how Red operates. It's I, I, I think, uh, and then the, the further reveal is that it was all for a big heist, which I thought was cool. Uh, I, I really enjoyed all that. Like all, like all those choices were, were nice. Did you? Were you no, I, I, no, I got it. I, I enjoyed it very much. Okay. I was I have surprised. A little question yeah. about that? Why did they? Why were they going through the trouble of inspectors? Like, what were they? Building in the first well, place, if they were just going to break through a wall to get that's, to a bay that's the only question in Montreal, I, had. I was a little confused. Why would you go through all the trouble? Why wouldn't you just rent the space and then break through the wall? Stop asking questions. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, how how are we going to create a, a situation for her to make her pastries? I think. I mean, thank you. I think I think they need they, they need they needed access to because it's next to a bank and a safety deposit. But they, they need. Yeah, but they were ac- already in the space, right? But then they what probably, were they building? Uh, they're probably they're probably knocking down walls and knocking down walls and to get access to electrical. Since when does he ask for permission for this stuff? Okay, all right, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, listen, you know what? Belief. It doesn't matter. I mean, I I've heard that. Fun. I thought vaults were I... you know like a, and then the, pff, insert, but no. But it, I didn't know that a lot of them just had lids. I did not know <laughs> that you could just. I I didn't know. Don't give me looks. I thought the whole thing was. Fun. I mean, I loved the heist scene. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, it was a great heist. Uh, okay, so let's get back to uh, let's let's go. So that, I that welding and bolts. So we know that that happened. Because the high scene, the thumbs. I thought that was cool. Use the thumbs, putting, leaving the thumbs in there, getting out. Uh, and by the way, quietly, Dimby's fine. Wrap wrap him up. Keep him moving. He's he's on the high. He's on the job. Dimby, good good to have Dimby back. Uh, and and uh, Lizzie was awful. Like you know. Like, oh, Dembe. Lizzie, I have to say, was completely pointless in this episode. She well, did zero things. She said almost zero things. And it was fine. That's why I liked it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm like, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, not a lot of Lizzie in this episode. Did nothing. Everything At one she point, said, she was just sleeping on a couch. Yeah, it's like, like, perfect. There's Lizzie. <laughs> she is. Best acting yet. <laughs> Best acting yet. <laughs> people are Better when she pretended people. to be dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Lizzie. Sorry. We love you, Lizzie. We do. Uh, but, so blonde. You know. She's getting blonder each episode, yes. by the way. Yes, exactly. And Is her hair looks exactly. better and better every yeah, episode. She looks, she looks great. She's taking some time to, you know, to, to, to a little look curling good. iron action, yeah. some hairspray when you're on the run. You know, hey, why not? Yeah, hey, good. listen, you, you know, you, you, you yeah, make When you're rolling with red, that's how you, do you it. look Plus, your finest. Every time you pull the hoodie off, your hair gets must. It's true. So you got to put it back. All right. So, um. Sorry. 
Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, sorry, that's not something. So they, the heist was great. We know why we got the films. We got we got we have the uh, whatever it is, cash. whatever it is. The, 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 oh, this, it's the director's. It's, it's the director's. Well, that's what cash. it was. His stash. It's that was his, that, that was his been... running away money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like we know that you've been skimming off the top. I'm gonna expose you. They're gonna kill you. That last scene, by the way, with Red and and the director. You know, and, and when he told him like uh, that that sort of back and forth, and I can't remember the exact lines that he said. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was incredible. Like, what, what do, you, do you, I know you have to have Oh, I don't know if I wrote this down last oh, night. Oh my God. Anyway. I'm sorry. R- r- the, the threat Talk about the golden parachute. The threat that Red gave him was amazing. I loved it. Oh, yeah. The, that, yeah, your people will be begging me to kill you. Yes. Right? Get it, Red. You know, and, and, and the director's like, I'd like to see them try. Whatever. We'll see. About being like, whatever. <laughs> I, will de- I must decline. All right. So let me, so let me, so we, that was all great. Let's get back over to your boy, Tom Keen. Let's please. Tom Keen. Uh, uh, you're blocking the camera. Oh, oh I apologize. <laughs> uh, Tom, you know, you're in my, come on, people. Uh, <laughs> no, What's they, the problem? What's the problem? Uh, Tom Keen. Our boy Tom Keen, badass, no felt, badass across yeah. the board. Like even mm. went through Twitter lyrics, badass across the board. Um, you know him and Cooper. Cooper, and I like that scene at the beginning where Cooper sort of the, the nice bit of exposition. Oh God! You know, oh was, no, little, little, I died. A little too much exposition. Do you have any idea who you're dealing with? Let me remind yeah, you. Yeah, let me remind you who you're dealing with, audience. <laughs> His name hey. is Charlie Vulcans. Listen, this is a complex show. I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's every true. time they have like it's a true. just a reminder, just a reminder <laughs> you and the audience who you're dealing with. Because there's a lot of names organization here. Organization called the Cabal. C A B A L. Tom, did you write it down? But then I had to laugh out loud because he was so you know uh, Cooper was so mad about like, do you know who you're dealing with? And then the list that he gave, I was like, eh, not so bad. You know what we're dealing with? He's a drug dealer. He's an extortionist, and he runs an underground fight club. I was like, "Have you met Tom?" No, no, no. <laughs> but, but I was like, "That's not that's, right. good. that's like that's like one of our that's like one of our friends, right?" That's, 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 that's like Ray the people I went to high school with. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you know what you know? He's a but drug he's dealer. He's a sociopath. He's a sociopath. He is he's an extortionist. Yes, and he runs an underground flight club. He's just an all-around bad guy. I don't think guys. you know who you're dealing with Tom. No. He never puts his egg wash on his pastries. Ever. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so Tom's like, Tom says, I can handle it. And he sure could handle it. So he goes under deep cover and he, and he has a bust in and said, and it, that question was asked, will you let, will you let Asher die? Asher Sutton may die. Will you let him die? If I have to, to save Liz. He's really going ham with the save Liz thing, right? Yeah. Like he's like, he's like Daniel Day Lewis in, 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 it, uh, it in Mohicans. It doesn't matter. Anybody, I'll take them all down. Everybody wants to save Liz. <laughs> Except for us. <laughs> you guys are cold-blooded. Everybody <laughs> wants to save Liz. Baby, I mean, come on. Oh, God. So, we, so, so he gets he gets with Sutton. <laughs> he has that moment where I thought, it didn't go how I thought it would go, when he's like, get out of here, you know. Uh, and he tells the, the girlfriend. Gwen. You know, Gwen. Who, what happened to Gwen? Did she make it out? Gwen? Yeah. I love go find a place to hide and don't come out. I'll just go out the door. Yeah, she's out the door and she's like, Me. no one will look out the door. I felt bad. I thought, you I know like, what? By, by the way, I like that performance. I like Gwen. I thought she was I great. I, I was Gwen. in on Gwen. Yeah. I, I wish I was in on Gwen. You know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I do like, no, I, uh, Gwen, I, I thought she was great. But when Tom was back there doing his thing, you know, I presumably kicking ass, he was actually getting his ass kicked. Yeah. And for him to wake up 
you know, so the chain tied to him. Well, and he Asher wanted said, to be caught. Yes, he, he did. had to be caught. He just didn't necessarily. Want, he didn't want Asher and to right. be caught. But he, but he didn't know that he was going to get caught. I mean, who knows? Who, how did he know they weren't going to kill him? Well, I mean, I don't know. All around bad guys, like drug dealers, and yeah. extortionists, yeah. and so they run an underground fight. And, yeah, they want to toy with you a little bit. Sure. So, they, so, they, so they, huh? he wakes up, chained to Asher, and with <laughs> the Skeletor midget dancing around him. I don't. I don't want to talk. First of all, that, that short was, little person. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm whatever. I, I was scared. That guy scared me. That was terrifying. He was supposed to be. I don't know what's going on there, but that was very. That that, that he was, was good. He scared the piss out of me. That that was all. It was pretty good. Interesting. The voice. I don't know if there. That was. That was. I, 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 I was like, is that, it dubbed or is it that? Is well, that dude's voice or is it maybe maybe he's trans? Maybe maybe there's some there's some reassignment there. I don't know, but it was I crazy. Think right? We had to think too deep into it. Okay, but I thought <laughs> whatever, it was cool. It was whatever great. It was, it was a good. It, it was a good hire. It was a good. It was a good character. Scared the piss yeah. out of me. So they're chained together. Here's the one thing I know we're running short on time, but. I never the the moment that Asher Sutton lost me in the last episode was like I used to fight in the underground. But yeah. I'm like Asher Sutton. Like I could, you know, I sneeze and Asher Sutton goes down. Like he's, <laughs> he's in underground fight clubs. Like this guy and with he the wins. hair. He wins. You know what? He That's wins? why he's in trouble because he won. A lot of people don't know how you sneeze. That's the problem. He, he's a bad man, but God. you know, your sneeze is powerful. So th- and then I'm like, well, maybe. Well, how do you know? What if he's like a wiry whip? Well, this is what I thought. Right? I, I thought that. I'm like, well, maybe. So they didn't bring that though. No, I yeah. thought he was going to kick a little ass. I thought too. He, he got up and he's like, "Put your hands up, man." Let's do this. I'm like, Asher's not convincing me at all. So you're saying they did not deliver on the promise of Asher the fight club. promise of Asher being the badass fight club guy. So It was over pretty quick. Yeah, it was over pretty quick. And then Tom had to, had to take him out. Had to do it. Had to do it. With an I'm sorry. Yeah, with an I'm sorry in a very Taven Private Ryan like moment, you know, was, with a knife. Right? Yeah. yeah, that was sad. It was Quite cool. Slow. I'm sorry. That yeah. was a little uh, upsetting. He had to do to get Lizzie. So then they take him to see. Kind of cool in a in a, in a very Ooh, cool. This was the best time I've seen this whole moment. this whole season. Yeah, it was like pretty. first I'm gonna do this, and he's already quaking in his boots, and this guy's gonna get shot, and we're gonna do that right now. I'm like, oh, okay, wow, and he did it. Now we've seen that a, a few times in a, a, a bunch of other movies, but I bought it. Yeah, I loved I it. I liked it. And then that last shot of him just dragging Karakut out, like I'm Tom, baby. I got my, I got my man. Like Joe, I heard Jolene in my head. Jolene, Jolene. I mean, <laughs> Tom, he infiltrated the joint. He did it up. He did it. He did. He had to kill some folks. He did a Fight Club thing. He wore a tuxedo. He got beat up. He Jason bore some motherfuckers out. And he got Karakut. I, I got to tell you, my like, wife, good for him. My wife came in the room. She just, she just gone to the gym. She came back as, as that whole scene was going down. And she kind of looked up and she goes, "Well, that was hot." And oh, I was like, all right, sure well, was. Huh. Well, there's, there's a demographic. There, there it is. is. Yeah, right there. Your wife has huh? fine taste. She does. Well, I, uh, she screwed up once. Right? She zigged one cut, time cut, when she should have zagged. And I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Zag. Zig. <laughs> All right, so that so those are fun episodes. So we have lots of let's, let's get into some let's get these predictions. We we'll get out of here. I know we're gonna wrap right now. Can we do predictions? We have time for that. Here we go. Boom. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So we have Tom with Karakut dragging him out. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, you know Red threatening the director. We've got uh, you know Wrestler and Navabi and uh, Aram. You know, kind of inside being double agents, if but trying to f- follow the law. We have one episode before the fall finale. What's going to happen in these last two episodes? What do we see? What's going to happen? Go, Joe. Uh, I, 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 ah. All right. 
Julia, I didn't go to you first. That is the first time in the history of my AfterBuzz career where you didn't call on me first. I know. I was, I was, I was counting on. Never mind. And Julia. I'm thrilled. Okay, we'll go, Julia. Damn it. We'll, we'll, we'll go yeah, we'll I'm sorry. I okay, I okay, okay. We got 90 um, seconds. I think we might see Gwen again. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think she's gonna come back. I don't know in what capacity. I don't know if she's gonna ruin things a little bit, or yeah, Gwen's, yeah. Gwen, or if she's, she's someone that we didn't, someone that we didn't think she was. Yeah, I'm not yeah, exactly like sure, like but she's coming back. I have as, a, a as a weird agent or something like some, not an agent, but something. something. Yeah, because she's like, was, like who are like what, what, yeah, what said, like who are you? Who are you? You came into our you, lives. You targeted, you targeted us. us. Yeah. Yes, I did. So she. Yeah. Um, I also I have this sneaking feeling that somehow Red is still in touch with Katerina Rostova. Mm-hmm. And I think he might be doing a lot of this for her for some reason. Oh, Ooh. that's a good one. See, that's why I call on you first. See? You're like, I don't know. And you're like, here's the Here's deal. some good stuff. <laughs> here's some good stuff. Except with the exception of the, the jewels in the corset. Joe, do you uh, I think, I think in the corsets, damn it. I think Matthias is going to be, eventually, uh, I think I think eventually we're going to have Matthias is going to kill the director. Yeah. And then no? No, I said half. Ah, I think Matthias is going to be the one who ends up killing the director, and then that same episode, they're going to be able to... I think Dembe's going to get Matthias. Oh. I don't have any idea yeah. how that's going to happen, but yeah. I just, as an audience member, that would be incredibly satisfying. Well, we are definitely on a bullet train to a uh, Matthias, uh, a Solomon, um, Dembe showdown. No question. That will oh, be yes. awesome. More black-on-black crime. That will be awesome. And... Uh, <laughs> So, Sorry, it's an issue I hadn't thought I about. Like black 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 black. I, just I always thought there was so much more going on. Uh, and uh, I do, but I do agree. I think I think uh, we uh, hit red is uh, we, uh, we're going to we're going to get a visit from from Katrina in the back Katarina. half of this Katarina. Thing. <laughs> but Lizzie will be exonerated by the fall finale, but then I'll open a door for something else entirely, which I don't know what that is. Uh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, that, that blue. Can we do a quick shout out to Nancy Marcano. Yeah, shout out Nancy Marcano. I don't. Uh, my my, uh, my brother told me I had to shout out to Nancy Marcano because if I don't, I'll be beaten uh, at Thanksgiving. So uh, shout out to Nancy Marcano. We love you. We Hi, love Nancy. you, Nancy. Uh, Joe, where can the kids find you? Uh, at the, on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O. Right. And here at AfterBuzz for the first time. Yes. Exciting. And Julia. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram with my name, Julia Carely. J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Follow me. And Julia's on a TV show. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never mind. It's over. It's done. There's a TV show she's on. I'm what? say what. Nothing. Nothing. There's reruns. Nope. All right. Go on. Uh, I, I Joe K. well Twitter, Instagram, and... Um, uh, uh, Periscope, maybe. Uh, email me nope. if you want to know what no. show it is. He's not going to tell you. I'll tell you. Shut your face. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys, for visiting and watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. What TV show is happening? From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.